Thanks, but you could just call me the Bajan Mahal. Captain Bajan Mahal. No, just Bajan Mahal. So, you know what happens when you run out of Sailor Jerry, but you still need some magic in your life? You get Unicorn Moonshine. Oh, God. Don't disappear on me. That's right. Unicorn. Magic Not real. That's unicorn moonshine. All right, there. Just put a little bit of magic in your day. Oh, All right, there, goodness. Voldemort, Parasite Edition. Oh, man. No. Mm. Okay. No, I got it. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Dang, okay. I was too busy feeling the magic. Okay. Don't interrupt. I've the got the magic in me. Every Sounds like time a medical I condition. pour that drink, it turns into cold. Every little thing she does is magic. Every little thing just turns me on. Yeah. Ladies and All gentlemen, right. it's time. It's time. It's Are we dueling? Are we dueling pianos? Are we dueling banjos? I don't know what I'm doing. Whatever. Daniel, kick us on. Let's go. He's got a lot of Sailor Jerry and or unicorn blood in him. Well, hello, That's like a very everyone. nice way to say you're fucked up. Like, are you okay? Are you fucked up? That's just a bunch of unicorn blood. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Well, all of us here have a little unicorn blood in them, and you that's because we're the Black Tower podcast. We're a wheel of time <laughs> podcast. We're known for our magical colors. Yes, our, our communion that includes eating the flesh of a leprechaun and taking a shot of unicorn blood. That's that's what makes me so special. Yeah. As the, the founding dragons blood, intended. I'm winning. I'm just winning so much. That I'm just always winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know the score. You know what you're here for. But just to make sure that anybody who has stumbled in here from the street knows what they're what is in store for them. I am one of your hosts, the Amon Khan Mahale Daniel. I am your Mahale of last minute planning and trying to make things happen and it just being really not favorable <laughs> mahal also known as the bajon mahal andrew <laughs> and i am the mahal of lost dreams and broken things the 80s synthwave mahal soroban josh Josh, the Tsorovan Mahal would be the emo Mahal, wouldn't he? 
I call I call the storms. No one ever wants my storms. They're never good enough for everybody. Uh, they always give me notes on my storms. Uh, right. like the storm inside. <laughs> All right, little Nikki. I know, right? Oh, good lord! Life is a storm. Life is a storm, guys. All right, and with that out of the way, you should go to <laughs> blacktowerpod.com uh, because it's not oh, sad, it's not emotional, it's just awesome and a fun place to get news about the Black Tower Podcast. And it's not nearly as awkward as this episode's intro was. <laughs> Some days it is, though. I mean, Some it might be. Morshadi's running naked through the forums again. It might be That's a little true. awkward for the uninitiated. He does that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But it does have all of the information that you need about the Black Tower podcast, so you should go check it out. It's awesome. It's fun. It's a, a rocking good time. And after you've gone and checked out the uh, the BlackTowerPod.com, you should then go to TheGreatBlight.com, which is a collaboration of Nabliss and a number of others who are putting together a pretty awesome uh, index, comprehensive list, uh, well put together UI setup of basically all things Wheel of Time. Uh, you can find content creators on there of so many different varieties, whether they be artists, podcasters, TikTokers, you name it. Um, and also a pretty extensive wiki wiki of the story that one of the coolest parts is spoiler free so if you are only up to book four you just go ahead and look at the wiki up to book four uh and you don't keep going and you will not be spoiled on what awesome things Egwene does in book nine uh, if or, she's alive still or the fact don't know. that Dumbledore dies in book six you know and maybe gets resurrected. No, Dumbledore doesn't get resurrected. Just I'm gonna throw that out there. But he might. But he doesn't. But he. Might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, again, past the statute of limitations, right? That's like right, no, twenty exactly. years ago. Dumbledore dies. Bruce Willis has oh. been dead the whole time. Unless it turns the spoilers Titanic to Harry Potter sink. and the felonies, then there is no statute of limitations. Right, exactly. Then the the Titanic sinks. <laughs> uh, Rosebud is the name of the sled. And all, all right, more shot. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman turns out to be Bruce Wayne. <gasps> what? <laughs> But anyway, there you go. You should go check out those two sites on your run through the internet at large. Jesus, I'm Yanni tonight. That's you not are. good. Yanni. But how live in the Greek amphitheater? Spent, spent too much time playing D and D's The Yawning Portal. Indeed, <laughs> tales from the Yawning Portal. But uh, how are you guys doing today? How are you guys? How have you guys been? Getting ready for Jordan Con. We're getting excited. For getting Jordan ready Con. for Jordan Con. 
by Lots getting ready for Jordan Con, you mean a series of unfortunate financial decisions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that was the actual prep for a convention. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I'm... Sounds to me like you're doing it right. Yeah, but I prefer to make my unfortunate financial decisions at the convention, not before the convention. That's fair. Poor K, no lows dose. Uh, because. Uh, like most Americans, my bank account has a finite number. What? And I no longer, and I do not wish to see that finite number tick over into the little dashy in front of it. I mean, I, I, I change <laughs> colors to red. Yeah, yeah. I start getting angry letters from Wells Fargo. Uh, uh. Yeah. Um. Same. I'm proud. I'm proud to say that the Ashaman coat that I'm stitching by hand. Uh, is coming along nicely. The outer layer and the lining both have two sleeves, okay? And sleeves are their own special kind of shale ghoul. Why do you have four sleeves on your jacket? Because the outside sleeves and the liner on the inside They'll probably do a good General Grievous impersonation. Your ribbon will make a fine addition to my collection. Hello there. Nameless Borden. <laughs> but no, I uh, got to put in some pockets. Got to connect the two together and then do like some finishing touches, like some cups and a collar. Has to have the collar. Sewing in the buttons, all the goodness there. And then once that's done, hopefully it's ready for Jordan Cup. And if it's not ready for Jordan Khan, it will definitely be ready for WatCon. There you go. I look forward to seeing it WatCon then. All I have to do, <laughs> all I have to do is make my jacket and the way I make my jacket, it's a very unique methodology that I use where I go into a store that sells jackets and then I take this piece of plastic uh, with NFC capabilities out of my wallet and I exchange digital numbers for said physical cloth. And then you bring that physical cloth to a convention and you wear it and people go, wow, that looks really nice. And you go, yeah, I didn't make it myself. Look at this fucking huh. joker over here. I bought it. <laughs> I made it myself chess. with the money I earned. Playing some 4D chess up in this yeah. With one simple swipe, you too can turn dollar dollar bills, y'all, into a fancy Ashamon coat. What yep. was it? There was a there was a video going around for a while where everybody was like talking shit on like RPGs where someone can just buy equipment. Oh, yeah. And they were all like, that's so stupid. I played the game, I earned my equipment. And the guy was like, Yeah, I went to work and earned the money. And bought the equipment. So I earned uh, it too, just a different way. Like, you're not better. Which I is was like, fair. That's actually a really good point. A fair point, even though I am still vehemently against pay to play games. <laughs> well, no, pay for so all that's... the cosmetics you want. Absolutely go for it. Yeah. But so... if it like, if I can go and uh, I can just start the game, drop 20 bucks, and most people now can't actually touch, they can't do enough damage to me, or I can one shot everybody at like level sure. four. Uh, yeah sure yeah that's terribly yeah that was actually what i was gonna say is look i appreciate that argument i really do 
I absolutely get it. And I very much appreciate that we're all adults in this room. And we all have jobs. Blink twice. We if all you're have being to go hostage, to work. Daniel. Uh, we all have, you know, things that we need to do that does not mean that we can go and play video games all day. Uh, but at the same time, I also appreciate the idea of, okay, I get that you like video games and don't have time to time to play them. Welcome to activities. That's how they work. If you want to play a video game, play a video game. Don't buy a video game and then buy a video game and then play a video game. Buy a video game and then earn a video game. Like, that's how it should work. I'm not trying to gatekeep on people, but again, it's like, this is the activity. Either do it right or don't do it at all. You can't just come in and say, hey, fuck you. I earned money so that I can do it wrong. Like, you don't just get to walk onto a horse ranch and say, I will pay you $80, and now I'm suddenly good at horseback riding. You have to earn being good at horseback riding. You can't just walk onto a plane and say, cool, I'm going to drop $75 to be good at paragliding. Like, that's not how that works. I paid good money to be wrong. Yeah, no, for any activity besides like a very select few that are specifically designed that way. And while video games can be designed that way, I get that. I appreciate that. It is a way that they can be put together. The people going ahead and saying that's not how this should work. The people saying, if you don't want to play the video game right, don't play it at all also known as if you don't want to learn how to ride a horse, don't ride a horse. Like, they're not incorrect. Even though that person who walks in and says, well, I don't have that much time, I just want to play some video games. They're not totally wrong either. It's just one of those weird things where, like, because you have the option doesn't mean the option's right. You know, there's another group of people who feel that same way. But before we get into it, I think we should protect our listeners. I agree. That was a good one. I was like waiting for the chance to segue into that. And you just, you smooth motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm still going to get my segue in because you know who else are smooth people? These lovely voices from the audiobooks. This episode contains spoilers from the entire Wheel of Time series. If you have not read the series, you are at risk of being spoiled. You have been warned. Yeah. I am. From the goats themselves. You want to meet them in person, come to uh, WatCon. It's in July. And it's also on my birthday. So be there and pay for all of my stuff because... I just happen to be born on a day, and that means you should pay for everything for me. <laughs> My parents fucked and they kept me around. So yeah, you should pay for everything on this particular day. That's it. I'm glad oh. you understand how it works. But people that also feel super entitled, like everybody else should give them everything because damn it, they fucking earned it. 
and deserved it and sold their soul to Shaitan himself. We're talking about the Black Aja, folks. That's true. We are. What? Are not real. Fake news. Conspiracy. It's a witch. Yeah, hunt. we're talking. We're talking about the not Aja because, of course, they don't exist. Um, and here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to talk about a group of people who do not subscribe to pay to play to our YouTube they channel. Do not. They do not. And and you've got you've got the White Tower who is very much not only are they of the mindset of you don't pay and if you can't do the thing, just don't do the thing because it's too dangerous. If you can't do the thing, don't do the thing because it's too dangerous and you're too valuable, right? It's kind of like their their like helicopter mom mentality, like don't no, it's dangerous. Which granted it is, there's a lot of dangerous things to do with the one power. But the black the Aja, the, the not Aja, the non-Aja, if if they were to uh, exist, one might say that they would only be able to exist through constant work, constant vigilance, constant perseverance. It it's this really weird sort of dynamic when it comes to the forces of the shadow because some of the forsaken are inept i mean they are just so worried about like what the other guy is doing that they never actually accomplish anything or they have like one glowing moment where they do a good thing but for the most part they're just kind of inept like they're 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 non players the Black Aja, not only have they been growing numbers, if, if they were to exist, hypothetically speaking, but they would also be like growing the culture that is actively eroding the White Tower. Like, I would argue they'd be the single most successful organization for the Shadow. Hmm. could be well then that's a statement There's a whole lot of layers of bureaucracy to the to the black aja like ogres yes <laughs> absolutely just like ogre no not well, ogres ogres but i now i'm gonna like flip them for the rest of my life like oh have you seen the ogre, the ogre? yeah i I, I just look I just look at it and I see this like Can okay we I, have I, one of the ogier in the show just be voiced by Michael Myers by Mike Myers Mike Myers not Michael Myers Mike, <laughs> Mike. Myers. no Michael Myers is a totally different with like a fucking like, mask <laughs> on and a knife <laughs> well, I, I, I hate that that's thing. I hate that that's a thing it's an that overly never stretched out thing. mask too. <laughs> Mike Myers, like, it's like half Michael on. Myers. It's like loyal uh, with a Michael Myers mask, like half on. I, I would, why I are would, humans so hasty? They have the walk speed down for it for I'm sure. Running though. away. <laughs> Michael no, Myers is only studying why the Ogier are right about you don't have to rush. If just fucking uh, Elder Haman was just. What are you doing? We need to go uh, convene the great stump. <laughs> we 
can't do anything until we've done the swamp donkey. I mean, loyal. The steading. <laughs> That's <laughs> when all the no, ashramon, when all the ashramon like come into the steading. He's like, get rid of all the fairy tale creatures out of my steading. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Hello, fairy tale creatures. <laughs> Hello, um, Ashaman from the Black Tower. Get the same out energy. of the standing same right now. What are you doing in my standing? <laughs> oh, what's the what's the homie who uh, who travels around with Loyal for a while? They're like going and closing the gateways. Oh, oh, oh does a oh, goal go with oh. them for that? Yeah. No, 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 but it's not just go. I mean, he's a good. Uh, no, uh, but the Ashaman. It's the, it's the sniffer dude. Yeah, uh, from Faldara. Not Herin. No, it's the no, it's the, it the which Ashaman. All right, I'm gonna look we it up. Look you it guys up. do other stuff. I will look this up so that I. We'll can talk save. about the actual subject. Yeah. Right. What? I okay, but okay, but uh, again, like. Remind me, I, I'm probably incorrect on this, but Alviar and Carlden Man Four. I knew that's that. the one yeah. who keeps on gatewaying him around to go ahead and like do different stuff. You're right. Um, I was thinking absolutely five, not Man yes, Four. Indeed. Yeah, I was thinking Man Three, and he oh. definitely. Well, both of you were wrong and can suck it. But, <laughs> but I, uh, I don't want to suck Man Four. That's a lot of man. He should then go ahead and be played by Eddie Murphy, and he can walk around being like, "That is a nice way gate." I say, that. <laughs> "I nice like that way gate." I like that way gate. Um, and in the morning, I'm making lambas bread. Wait, shit, that's the wrong bit. <laughs> and in the morning, I'm making honey cakes. There you go. Anyway, all right, sorry. Alviar, and you were talking about Alviar before I so rudely I interrupted. Think she's like the highest, most loftiest rank that the Black Aja has ever attained in their history. Uh, um, you mean like her, her being part of the Black Aja as a ranking official in the, the keeper, White Tower? Yes, as, as the, the keeper, keeper of okay. the Chronicles. Okay. <laughs> Which is funny because somebody else uh, also attains that like real quick after her, and then <laughs> also is discovered to be yeah. Like oh hey yeah. I can do that too. Huh? Huh? But the so the, they also I will say this though too they have an unfair advantage, right? They are in regular communication with well I mean regular communication. Um, but they they have they get guidance every what is it like 47 years or something like that that Morden is able to come out and play. 40, yeah. They get they get guidance every 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 so often. Um they get their questions answered. Every nine as a result, years, they get 40 years of guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a result, you know, they they get to know things. They get to know things like, hey, guess what? We can take the oath rod and undo the oaths that we took when we became Aes Sedai. That gives us that. But that gives us, not only does that give us the ability to lie, but it gives the shadow a chance to, to 
have them take dark oaths, a completely different set of oaths. And, you know, it, it again, it's, it's right. almost a hubris kind of a thing, right? I love um, you, but you know that it actually didn't require the oath rod, right? When you swear the, the new when you swear the new oaths to the dark one, he releases you from your bond to the oath rod mm. and binds you to him. It didn't actually require the oath rod at all. Well, it, whether yes. or not that's the mm. case, they know that you can be released from the oaths. Um, this is not wide, widely known knowledge in the White Tower. That is they correct. Think, they think when you take the oaths on an oath rod, it's permanent. Mm -hmm. Period. End of story. You are now bound for all time and eternity to these oaths. Now, I will say I thought that the Black Aja had their own oath rod, and that's how they did that. I don't know they would... because what I found says it like so because they, they swear the black oaths on the oath rod generally right. after they use the oath rod to unswear the original three oaths. Because let's it's, see. Yeah, because I don't I don't see like I don't know that Shai Tan would like reach out with his power every time some piss Aunt Aes Sedai decided to betray the light. Like, from his point of view, like, they'd be like, ah, too much. I don't, but I don't know that it's required. Like, if anybody could break somebody's binding to the oaths, like, Chai Tan's definitely one of the folks that could. But I could see the Forsaken, because the Forsaken direct all of these little dark friend organizations. Mm -hmm. Basically yeah. being like, yeah, we have a binding rod left over from the times, you know, where we were alive when they were fucking made. Just use this, undo those, and now swear the next three. But I don't know that it is required. Okay. Um, let's see. The so, uh, I'm looking at the, the wiki, the Black Aja mm -hmm. wiki. And I actually wonder if the Great Blight, someone pull up the Great Blight and see if there's an article on it. Oh, um, but all it says in the wiki is the members of the Black Aja are not bound by the three oaths, but they do have three replacement oaths named the Black Oaths. Correct. Wheel of Time Companion revealed all three. I shall obey. Baron also revealed all three, didn't she? Mm, I don't specifically remember her doing that in the scene. I know, I know that she know tells she Egwene at least the hour one. of my death. Yeah, she yes. says the hour of my death because yes, she takes poison and measures it to be in exactly in an hour in very Aes Sedai fashion. I love yeah, it. That's she finds a loophole. goddamn brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So Morshadi gave us a screenshot. Uh, this looks like it might be from the companion Black Aja. They renounced the oath sworn on the oath rod and replaced him with. The with three of C black mm -hmm. um, which the only way we ever see that you are able to renounce the oaths is with the oath rod in hand. That's um, yeah, and th and that's where I was going with that is is when they started to hunt the black Aja when Pavara started to hunt the black Aja, she and I cannot remember the name of the other one. The two that started out. Mm -hmm. they absconded with the oath rod 
And that was their first thing is they were like, we get to retake the oaths. How do we know this works? And they figured out that they could release themselves from the oaths and then rebind themselves by the oath rod. And, you know, it was no word that is not true. I am not a dark friend. Boom. Cool. And I, as far as, as far as getting any other method, I don't know that we get a, oh, a confirmation reference? of any other method of releasing them. Crown of Swords chapter 40 seems to be the reference under the, so if you go to the Oathrod article, there's a section about the White Tower Oathrod where they talk about the Black Towers found, a, or not Black Tower, Black Aja found a way to break from the three oaths while retaining Agent's face, which is basically they use the Oathrod to remove the original oaths and swear three new oaths to the shadow. Um... So let me grab my copy of Crown of Swords chapter. <laughs> yeah, because I have a copy of just the chapter. I I do love that again, you know, they they position people very, very carefully because they don't want to draw a lot of attention to themselves, right? They're mm-hmm. very, very good at remaining low key and staying off the radar. But they have people every once in a while in specific positions of authority, such as Mm -hmm. the mistress of novices. Places where they can observe which sisters are potentially willing to to turn to the shadow. Um, It does say here, Leandrin, um, which uh, we had Kate Fleetwood on the show a while back. And if you haven't had a chance to check that out you really should absolutely amazing um uh i'll put a link right here so you can click back to that um go watch that though super great she's absolutely just one of the sweetest ladies you'll ever 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 get to talk to and she plays one of the most horrible people in the books and it's really great and she does an amazing job with it um the it, it's real interesting they, they've got they're almost as secretive as they're actually they're more secretive than the kin right they've obviously they've got different operating rules because um they can actually openly walk the halls of the white tower and be like yeah yeah i'm Aes Sedai. unlike the kin who's like you've lived for 20 years here and you haven't aged it's time to move for 10 years and then you can mm-hmm. come back when nobody remembers who the hell you are. Like they've they've got their own set of rules in there. But even the kin, with how careful they were, did not escape the notice of the White Tower. And mm. I, I suppose I suppose you could say, well, they, okay, they did, they did, and they did not. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that so? The kin do escape the White Tower's notice as to their size. Not their existence, but their size. But again, this is a big difference. This is a huge part of what makes the Black Aja so successful. Is that the White Tower has so much to lose if they ever admit that the Black Aja exists. And so game theory tells you that they will deny the existence of the Black Aja even if someone has any 
inkling that the Black Aja does exist. Even if they have any evidence that the Black Aja exists, they will be told to keep their big stupid trap shut because of the damage that it could do to the Aes Sedai and the White Tower if it ever became widely known that the Black Aja exists, period, and or that any Aes Sedai who is currently alive, who is not Black Aja, knew about the presence of the Black Aja and said nothing. And so just everyone sees no evil. Everyone chooses to put their hands over their, 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 their hands over their eyes, put their head in the sand and say the black tower or the black Aja couldn't possibly (laughs) exist because we are better than that. And if they ever did, we'd be fucked. So let's just pretend they don't exist forever. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the opposite of the red scare. Yeah. So, um, I, by the way, I looked at, uh, crown of swords, uh, chapter 40. Literally all it is is where Galena talks about uh, like forsaking her previous oaths and taking mm-hmm. on new ones. It doesn't give any explanation as to exactly. It doesn't how. give any details. So I may actually be wrong. I there's definitely enough evidence here to go ahead and suggest that the intent was that they were actually taking the oath rod and unbinding themselves mm-hmm. from the three oaths. And then taking new ones. I always absolutely read that as Mm -hmm. when you take oaths to the shadow, it trumps the other ones that you've taken. And so you didn't actually need to do it on an oath rod and you didn't need to do it to whatever. Shaitan is enough of a binding force to make those oaths binding and free you from others. But there is, I don't have any true evidence to like show to yeah. to say that that's true, which well, is why I'm well, well able and willing to say that they actually needed some extra help from the Othrod and things like that, and yeah. that I'm just wrong. Well, see, I don't, I don't think with that, I mean, we know in history there was like the, the, the reason that there is a number on the Othrod as we see it is because there were several binders or binding rods that right. the Aes Sedai were used numbers. only as punishments, right? Correct. Uh, they, these were serialized inventory. He'd walk up to the armor window and said, here's my card certifying. I'm certified on the uh, on the binder. Hand it to me because I got a criminal in the backseat or whatever. Um, so I think there's at least one I time. I totally see... just heard you that time say binder. And I was like, fine. Bind? Yes. 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 <laughs> no. 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 You need you need mustard for a binder. Rub that on the meat for a binder. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, I think you're talking about Bondo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've gotten so off now. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I, 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 with as many things as the different Forsaken like randomly pull out of their asshole and stasis boxes and shit, one of them having a binding rod is i think like very easily believable and yeah, them also looking yeah. at this okay the black aja is under me as the forsaken individual in charge of them or whatever and i need them to keep their cover if they just renounce the oaths now and they remove this binding then they're not going to be ageless anymore everybody will know 
So rather than mm. teaching them Mask of Mirrors, which they might try to use against me, just give them another fucking run. Because you know, I don't think there's anything requiring you to re- like renounce the oaths on the same binding ride you took them on. I think you could just do it on any of them that, yeah. uh, that remain. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right there. I think so. It you know, is. Morshadi just posted something in our Discord that strongly, the even more strongly suggests, if not outright, proves that I am incorrect because Ishamael uh, oh, was the first snap. to use the oath rod to remove the three oaths, replacing them with three oaths of his own. Nice. Yep. Well, and where I was just getting ready to go with this, and I do like that. Uh, uh, you know, we 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 alluded to policies and practices adopted by the White Tower that eroded the integrity of the culture of the White Tower, which mm-hmm. led to things like we don't experiment, we don't take risks, we don't take chances. And they're all very, you know, it's that whole the road to hell is paved with good intentions type thing. Mm-hmm. They're all very smart decisions in the moment. We see we see Avienda after she goes through the crystal columns going, I see no fault in the decisions made in the memories of my progeny. They all did what was appropriate, according to Giotto, and doing the right thing led to our destruction. Who is Gia Kamara? We worried about her talk. Hey. Because we know I'm all about that G. No toe. No and the problem we run into is that the black tower, the black Aja. <laughs> yes, um, we've all done it. Yes, we've yep. all done it. <laughs> the black Aja is partially only as successful because they're able to implement sort of natural protections in place right they're able to say no 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 no! you shouldn't go out recruiting uh the only women who deserve to be here should be women who come here oh you're right plus we're very important we can't just be running around the hillside recruiting and looking for women who can channel besides the ones who can learn to channel are usually pretty weak anyway like that seems like a logical thing especially at a time in which they're way too busy for anything but you got to remember the forces of the shadow are playing 4D chess. They're playing the long game. They don't care. They think a thousand years from now, this is what's going to happen. And who are they taking advice from? The Dark One, who has been here before and who will be here again and continues and continues and continues to try his hardest to make this happen. So what do they do is they go, if we make them do this now, in 700 years, it'll be like this. And then we can make them do this. And in another 700 years, we can make them do this. And by the time we get to the Third Age White Tower in the books, you've got a tower who doesn't take risks. They they don't use Tirangrial because they're dangerous. They don't explore. They don't research. They don't do any of the things that they really should be doing. Um, they have a whole culture that essentially is built on limiting themselves to gain trust 
of the people around them, they bind themselves to this oath rod and say, look, I can't lie. I, I, I can only tell the truth. So now they go, ah, oh, yes, you wear the shawl. You only tell the truth. <laughs> and bit by bit, piece by piece, straw by straw, it's been placed so that, you know, we are we Sedai are of a higher caliber. There, there are no women who would, who would, who would shame themselves to be so undignified as to serve the shadow. And it, it's, it's an interesting play. It's a brilliant play, but it's a play that can only be made by someone who's thinking a thousand years in advance. Well, there, there's two big things that work to the favor of the, the Black Aja and the Shadow and against the White Tower. Um, when you, uh, I can only remember this from like learning it in combat training. So that's where I'm going to pull it from. Where we were, it was drilled into us that the only thing worse than a bad decision was no decision. If you're getting shot at, you have to do something. Even the bad decision is still better than just doing nothing. Now, there's the obvious implication there that you can't make like the bad decision to just stand up and stare at where the bullets are coming from, like that kind of shit, um, before anybody's like, well, what if I just stood up and like was like, hey, I'm over here? Like, no. Um, so there's that. And the White Tower chooses essentially to do nothing. Um, but we have this massive space of, of complacency for hundreds of years where they have convinced themselves that they are infallible as an entity, even though they watch every last one of their counterparts in the tower all manipulate and move each other. They think, well, it can't be any worse than this. There can't be anybody, you know, the blue Aja is like, well, nobody can be doing worse to the tower than the red Aja is. And that's why we must stand against the red Aja so vehemently. And there, so you have that. And then you have the complacency of the overconfidence in the three oaths, which like that one, at least you can, you can kind of explain it or you can explain it away by just unintentional ignorance. Because the Aes Sedai don't even know that you can remove the oaths. Right. In mass, they don't. I mean, by this time, like, Kat Swain does, because she did it. And just was like, I'm the only one that gets to retire. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> well, and that's that's one of the things that gives Pavara the edge when she's Black Aja hunting. is because on mass people don't even know this is possible <clears throat> and so they've you know ignorantly and blissfully accepted the world that they've been introduced into and that world states that <laughs> othrod is othrod is othrod <laughs> you can't change the othrod othrod is othrod is othrod and then they oh. go oh my gosh guys you can change the othrod like you can you can release yourself from the oaths and then it's that is when things start happening just I mean, because you swore three oaths does not mean you swore <laughs> three oaths three oaths <laughs> um but let's let's talk about those because uh we have i don't think we've actually said what they are yet um uh, so the black oaths for whatever reason they also picked three oaths uh oh, yeah we should probably also it was a joke too uh, yeah, it was like a riff, a riff against mm -hmm. the White Tower. So, <laughs> Michelle like, Mayel, uh, 
Shortly before the Trolloc Wars, Ishamael appeared, though perhaps using another name. He was able to find those strongly pledged to the Dark One and force them to combine into the Black Aja. The name itself was a joke to him. Uh, and I think the three <laughs> O's, again, the fact that he is such a jokester and the fact that he is like, I'm going to use all of your names and conventions against you. They're going to be called the Black Aja. There's going to be three oaths. So when somebody comes and asks you whether you've sworn the three oaths, you can even He's say yes and you're not lying. Like all of this different stuff just feels very... Can you imagine like the look on their face when they're like looking at the binding rod and they're like, okay, yeah, this was used for criminals. And then some Aes Sedai that's betraying the light is like, yeah, I can't lie to any of the other Aes Sedai because we all swear... Uh, these three oaths on this oath rod. It is a very noble thing to do that assures our confidence in the world. He's just sitting there like, you're dumb. <laughs> you sure about Are that? Are you there in your big ivory tower? A dumb. This is for <laughs> criminal. Um, so the three uh, oaths that make up the black oaths. The first one, I shall obey all commands given given by those placed above me in service to the great Lord. Um, there's a nice little loophole there, um, or potentially loophole, depending on how you interpret the oath of being like placed above me in service to the great Lord. They say in only commands that are directly related to serving the dark Lord or, or a great Lord, not dark Lord. That's Harry Potter. Um, or does it mean uh, just anybody that was placed above you, ranking in their service of the great lord uh second i shall prepare for the day of the great lord's return uh interestingly enough doesn't also doesn't require any sort of allegiance to the great lord just says i should be ready for when he's back um so he's back. yeah uh and then the last one i shall hold close the secrets of the black aja unto the hour of my death uh i think that the one is easily loophole. yeah well, i think that's that one the, is yeah, also easily finessable um uh, i think it's i mean if you can convince yourself mentally it's easily finessable i think varon was far too this isn't exactly what i mean but it's the closest thing i can think of right now intelligent of a person too well versed in literature uh yes to interpret the third oath in a way that would have allowed her to still speak speak the information without actually dying um because to say like i shall hold close the secrets of the black aja if you can convince yourself because we know how the oath rod works it's just off of your <clears throat> your understanding and perception of how the status quo or whatever you could literally just write them on a piece of paper and hold them close and then just tell somebody about them well and and as we learn from pavara's black aja hunt it doesn't, the thing doesn't have to be true for you to not be able to speak it. If you believe the statement is untrue, you cannot speak it. Yep. If you believe a lie is true, if you've been convinced that up is down and down is up, you cannot then tell someone that up is up is and down is down because you believe very firmly. Like, it, it I, no, it was shown to me. Loghain was framed he was hunted and wrongfully accused 
by the Red Aja. Like he was set up. And even though that's a lie, it did its job because enough I said I believed it. Is it? And so, and so, Andrew, we never getting, actually get I mean, confirmation there's, that there's that's more a lie, to, by the way. Like, say that you'll hold close the secrets of the Black Aja, like, that also just means that, like, you, like you can only tell it to people that you trust that are in your close inner circle. Like, there are loopholes, but just right. like with the White Towers three oaths, the individual has to be able to unequivocally mentally convince themselves uh, that the loopholes are the way that that oath is intended. And most this people are going to look at the hold close the secrets of the Black Aja as fucking keep your mouth shut until the 60 minutes you're gonna die. Like I yeah, I, I think this is I think this is where it gets to be and in in uh fact checker Mahale in patron with like on fleek tonight. Boy's on fire, he's bringing spitting facts. Um Life in the Black Aja was essentially you're in the Black Aja, you shut your mouth, you do as you're told. Creativity is not rewarded. <laughs> and and so one can say that they have the same type of restrictions with the caveat that they're no longer bound by having to tell the truth all the time. So they can walk around and be they they, they do have to be careful, you know. They can't be like, ah, oh, yes, I'm in the green, Aja. Bro, you're in the blue. What? What? You know, you've got to be real careful about making sure you're always speaking the truth. And if, you, or if you're telling a lie, it's got to be one that you can easily, like, oh, I had no idea. Um, but this this brings in, this calls into question Varen. And Andrew, you kind of jumped in there. Varen, who is revealed in the chapter A Cup of Tea to be a double agent. Oh, God, it's just the mind fuck there for me is is unbelievable. Um, I believe she's coerced into becoming Black Aja. Well, so there's actually a, a post that Morshadi put of the way that... Varen finds some evidence of the Black Aja. Mm -hmm. She is then discovered to have had information about the Black Aja by the Black Aja. She right. is then dragged down in front of the other leaders of the, the Black Aja. And as you said, coerced in some ways, or really it's just they threaten to kill her if she does not join. Right. At which point she decides to join because she doesn't want to die and is also a very intelligent human being and realizes that she can possibly find some leverage in the Black Aja if she joins. So not only is she going to save her own life, she also might even be able to do some good. Yeah, she you you get this you get this sense from her like she she stumbles upon it she as as you said she finds evidence she stumbles on it and she goes i can't look away i i am a brown aja research is life evidence is life i can't unsee what i have seen she gets discovered 
for whatever reasons. They basically said, we're going to kill you and we're going to kill your warder unless you join. And now she's like, okay, fine. I don't want to die. I'm going to, I'm going to join. And then she goes, huh, you know, those oaths, they're kind of weak. I'll bet I could do this. And, and she does exactly what you're talking about, Andrew, where she does write shit down, but she's like, I'm going to keep it close to me. I'm never going to let anyone see it's for me. And if someone accidentally sees it, well, that's not because I let them see it. If it, and she's she she has to be very careful now because she has to stay true to her oath, but it's one of those like okay, and she is preparing for the downfall of the Black Aja. She wants to destroy the Black Aja. She's preparing for the return of the Dark One. Doesn't say you have to be joyful in his return. It doesn't say you have to be preparing for the Dark One's successful return. She exploits all three oaths beautifully, which suggests there's an air of that sort of finality with the Black Aja taking those oaths as well. So it's 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 interesting how they can break out of the paradigm and then jump back right into the same paradigm with different color paint on the walls. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, and and I like a lot of what Morshadi is is posting here in the live chat. If you want to see the live chat, go to blacktowerpodcast.com or he, no, just blacktowerpod.com Blacktower and Blacktower join Pod. join the Patreon. Um, he he seems to know a lot about. Well, I mean, a, a lot, lot of it is like the Black Aja, though. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a lot of it is like about about at least of the last two or three uh, segments. Uh, helps explain why members of the Black Aja don't see, don't do anything to reveal themselves or to let anybody else know or that kind of stuff because um, it's like fucking North Korea up in the Black Aja. You say one wrong word and, you know, you're dead. That, Doesn't matter how nice close you are. Um, and so, like, it makes sense that people don't, but, I mean, it's like anything else. We can, if you look closely at an at anything in the series you can find a fault in it and we can like what if all day long uh but we all know Varen's story had to go the way that it did she had to drink the poison tea to base uh, to, to result in her death because that's how she was written as a character to interpret the oaths um and it made it incredibly impactful far more impactful than just her being like hey Egwene I consider you a close friend let me tell you all the secrets of this undeniable evil. Um, it wouldn't be nearly as impactful, especially uh, in a story that centers so much on personal sacrifice and redemption. So, um, but uh, I mentioned earlier about how, like, how much bureaucracy was around the Black Aja. Um, while still operating as much as they had to within the bounds of the White Tower's governing structure, uh, they had their own. They had all the members. And above all just the regular Black Aja members, you had a, a group known as the Supreme Council. And this was 13 Black Aja sisters uh, that presided over the wheelings and dealings of the Black Aja 
not that they got to make all the decisions for the Black Aja, but they were essentially 13 individuals who were either the most trusted or the most senior or the strongest. They were selected for different reasons um, that basically translated the orders of the Forsaken above them into actions uh, amongst the Aja. Uh, normally, this Forsaken was Masana, uh, who either was all along the Brown Aja sister, Daniela, or was at some point had taken over Daniela's persona. They don't know if she was always Daniela or if she had just taken over uh, as Daniela. Um, like impersonating or just fabricated the whole identity. Uh, and they only found out after her mind was destroyed by Egwene uh, and Teleron Riyadh, and they found Daniela in just vegetative state. And they're like, oh, interesting. Um, but Masana is not the only one they took orders from. Uh, throughout the time in the tower, Masana, uh, Bilal, Lanfear, Grendel, Ishmael, slash Morden, they all appeared to either uh, the Supreme Council or specifically to the head of the Supreme Council. Uh, to pass on orders. Um, as a matter of fact, Ishmael himself was the one that chose the leader, uh, the head of the Supreme Council. And of course, he chose that old keeper of the Chronicles, Alvarin, Alviarin, rather, to be the head of the Supreme Council. Uh, and this goes a long way to like explain just the absolute confidence in dishing orders to Elida that Alviarin has. Because Alviarin is like, I am in charge of an entire Aja that you refuse to even acknowledge exists, much less know anything about. It's crazy. Yep. Um, which is crazy because normally the, the head of the Supreme uh, Council is just seniority. Um, but as Ishii does, Ishii came in and said, I don't give a shit. You're in charge. Ishii does what Ishii do. Yeah. Is she is or is she is ain't. a stupid do. Yeah. Um, I think that's but, just the same sentence twice, isn't it? Uh -huh. I don't know. I know do English. Um, so, but regardless of which Forsaken is like telling them what to do, they're, they're under all Forsaken. Like any Forsaken can show up and tell them do this and they have to do it. Um, but... Uh, I would think that they would be held in higher esteem or higher value than your average everyday uh, stabby McStabby dark friend. Uh, but that's not true. The, for the Forsaken, they're all the same level of minion filth. Uh, they're no more or less important than, I don't know, a random person in a random stable that tries to randomly stab Matt and Rand. So the Forsaken, they're all the same level of useless or useful who the fuck knows probably useless <laughs> you are all equally worthless yeah. <laughs> um but they had no higher standing though that didn't stop the black aja from viewing themselves as above all other dark friends uh which is a bit of a theme we see amongst anybody that works for the shadow is they always see themselves as above everyone else who ever did anything so yeah yep I dig it. I dig it. I love, I love, I love the Black Aja. Um, it, hypothetically speaking, if, if, 
such an organization existed um, for the very real purpose of what was it in in Mistborn? Um, they talk about uh, Kelsier is giving Bin. She's talking about you know we're in the Imperial City. We're like in the the Eternal Emperor's city. Like how does any of this exist? in the imperial and then kelsier basically i can't remember the exact quote but kelsier basically says oh corruption is most present in the places that people least expect it and well and we the places this, where it's the most available <laughs> and we see this we see this in the white tower on 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 two hands because we see obviously the black tower or black Aja. Blah. This is your fault. Sorry. <clears throat> um, the black Aja existed large now, largely they were very largely effectual, but they exist largely under the shadow of you know, oh, they can't possibly exist because of the three O's. Because mm -hmm. No woman could say I serve the light and not be lying. And that's what we always say. We always say, oh, yes, I, I've been ice to die. I serve the light. <laughs> and the other thing, the other, the other sort of the other sort of piece of this is people like Elida, who their ambition sort of blinds them. And you've got a lot of not not quite to the degree that Elida is. Um, but you you you've definitely are they got black a lot Aja of... or are they just a shitty person? Are they black Aja or are they, are they just a shitty person? And which awesome. I'm actually glad Elida was not a dark friend because Same. it gave it gave not only did it give so much slight power to the story, but it gave Egwene one of the sickest burns. I'd name you Dark Friend too, but they probably wouldn't even watch you. Oh shit! Like, damn, one of the sickest burns. And then Alviarin is over there going. Alviarin's already gone by the time that she says that line. I do. I've been wrong enough Alviarin times in this episode. Was there? It's time. <laughs> Daniel's like, I am done being the wrong one. Josh has stepped up to take the crown. <laughs> oh man! But they, uh, so they have another advantage to like accruing numbers. Uh, that the 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 force of the light or the regular Aes Sedai, whatever you want to call them, uh, don't have. Um, the Black Aja can, will, and has just forcibly turned Aes Sedai. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's one of the big reasons why the Supreme Council is 13 members. Oh, yeah. Which, with that, also, the head of the Supreme Council is the only individual in the Black Aja that knows the identity of all Black Aja members. Yep. Including the members of the Supreme Council, the rest of the Supreme Council, at least by design, normally don't know the identities of all of their counterparts with them, much less all of the Black Aja that's uh, in operation. But yeah, you know, you're like, hey, we're running low on people. It's like, okay, cool. Let's just trick, you know, about twenty sisters into 
coming down to the dungeons that nobody ever goes into because it's dirty and Aes Sedai are above getting dirty and we'll just turn them. Well, everybody outside the green Aja, at least. Hey, no, that's getting naughty. One poor Kano low dose. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to kink shame. Well, and yeah, this is one of the things that I actually have always thought was very interesting because, again, there will be an inevitable nature to having to kill sisters, both Black Aja who don't follow the rules and sisters who you're wrong about joining the Black Aja. A lot better than Alabama's tradition with sisters. Wow. Step Aja, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but oh, oh no, step mistress, I'm stuck in the oath rod. Uh, are you... I think your your oath rod is stuck in me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so w- we know that sort of at the beginning of the, the story, butthole. there's fine 950 Aes Sedai. 204 of them are Black Aja. Hey, you're, you're stealing my shtick here, sir. I know, Your right? hands off my numbers. Just for a second. <laughs> because <laughs> I want to make the point that, again, Aes Sedai are always complaining about how there's not enough Aes Sedai. There's not enough Aes Sedai. There's the, the, even the ones that we do have aren't, strong, aren't as strong. You know, this, that, and the other thing about their numbers being shit and blah, 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 blah. Well, legitimately in the last you know 100 years or so how many do you think have been killed because they were badly behaved black aja sisters or the black aja dragged them down to the dungeons were like hey you want to join the black aja and they were like nah fuck you and then just got their throats slit like you want to join the black aja hey kid want to see a body And again, Spoiler it's, alert, just, it's um, yours. And again, it's just one of those situations where, like, yes, I get that it's not just a single variable because I can guarantee that the Black Aja did not kill enough sisters to really make their numbers that bad. So much worse than in the Trolloc Wars or the Aiel Wars or whatever, you know, 100, 300,000. 2000 years ago um that being said it is a big factor that again is two ignorances at the same time number one not trying to root out the black aja and number two never assuming that any of these deaths could have been caused by anything but accidents or natural causes or whatever because you don't want to believe that a sister could be murdered. And you certainly don't want to to believe that a sister could be murdered by another sister. So again, it's just this, like, just another instance of head in the sand and just pretending it doesn't exist or pretending it's not a problem because it hurts you, if it's true. Yeah. Um, Like, take from the books... Uh, not from the not from the TV show, obviously. Uh, Karine, before the first book even begins, Karine is dead, along with yes. her warriors. Yeah, 
Karina Nina Nina Karina Nina Karina Nina on her knees. We are the knights who say Karini. Karini. You shall break me. A false dragon. <laughs> it um, can't be done. He's he's at the thing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so uh, again, we'll go ahead and do numbers here. You've already heard us talk about each Aja if you've listened to those episodes. If not, go back and listen to them because this is the last Aja breakdown uh, before we is. have done all of them. Um, well, this is the last known Aja breakdown. That's true. Join us uh, next week for the turquoise Aja. Uh, when we talk about the rainbow Aja or the... <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we'll talk about the deep blue Aja, also there known as Soiree. Um, <laughs> the deep state. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, deep blow each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, with the exception of the yellow Aja and the red Aja, um, each Aja is made up of between 21 and 22.1% Black Aja members, with the yellow Aja and the red Aja being the outliers. Yellow Aja on the bottom end, uh, percentage-wise, being 17.5%. Red Aja being on the high end uh, by well, at 24%. But if you average it all out and say about 21% of all Ajas uh, are Black Aja, you'd be, you'd be right. close enough for government work. Uh, yep. Like Daniel mentioned earlier, uh, <clears throat> so this is all using numbers of known living sisters before the events of the first book. So that's where all these numbers are coming from. Of the 950 Aes by that count that are in the White Tower, 204 or 21.5% of all Aes are Black Aja. And if you're a secret undercover organization and you make up nearly a quarter of the force you're undermining, you're going to be fucking effective. Terrifyingly, horrendously effective. Um, like we see, Alviara makes it all the way to Keeper of the Chronicles. And then we're like, finally, they got rid of the Black Aja member. There's no longer going to be one that's a Keeper of the Chronicles. Fuck, they did it again. Um, <laughs> And yeah, like it's it's terrifying. Like the the easiest way to bring a country down is subversion from within, and we see that happen in the White Tower. So the the Black Aja is going to spend their entire time fostering these inter Aja feuds and these disagreements, and they're going to try to gridlock the whole system just because it's fucking funny to them. Um, they're going to turn the hall into the Brandland's biggest kindergarten. Um, it's uh, this is what they want they want diverse uh division uh they want to stall the processes of the white tower they want to do everything they can to gum up the system to make it as slow and ineffective while also making it as overly confident and cocky and self-assured as possible because you build that complacency they never check to see if anything's wrong um and then you just keep everybody fighting each other well they're too distracted to notice anything else happening so that whenever you do i don't know use a storm as cover to murder a sitting sitter in the hall and their warder, nobody goes, oh, you know what? It is really weird that a very powerful and very well-trained Aes Sedai died to a common storm on the seas. Nobody asked that question. They're like, oh, that's really unfortunate. Thank you for giving us the report. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't notice any blood Dang on your hands. Storms. That's a weird question. Well, and 
I would, I would do like actually, Adam West from Family Guy go and stab the sea an eye for an eye. Keep keep in mind as well, the Black Aja has I'll the perfect alibi. Said I back from you. <laughs> the, keep in mind, the ice, the Black Aja have the perfect alibi, the perfect airtight alibi. Sort of. I brought. You know, Janine Sadai down to I the brought peace to be... and balance to my new Aja. <laughs> down to be uh, quote unquote interviewed uh, for a position with the Black Aja. She rejected. We killed her, and then we literally just burned her body to ash and sprinkled the ash around the the uh, the Ogier Grove, the tree grove. And then when they said, "Excuse me, you were the last one that saw Janine Sadai." Uh, what happened? Well, we talked for a few minutes about the weather. I was catching up with her. She said oh. everything was great, and she said she was going to go visit her family in the country. And uh, yeah, that was the last I saw of her. And they all go. So she left the tower. She'll probably be back. See, and I, it's twenty I years before anybody goes. What? What? I thought they what used the ashes to make the dust in the Tiranquial room, so that way they'd know if anybody was fucking around. Oh, I like that. Oh, we like are that. is dust in the Tiranquial <laughs> room. <laughs> oh, we are is dust in the room. I can see you've been in the Tiranquial room. You've got a little bit of Sister Margaret on your hands. Yikes. Dun, dun, dun. Love it. How do you know which sister I have on my hands? I can smell her. Oh, why don't you come down to the basement with me? We'll talk more. Um, but the no, best no, thing I've come down them to is... the basement with me, and we'll talk. Wait, hey, are you are wait, you Black I'm... Aja? Fuck, <laughs> oh, I'm Black Aja wait. too. Damn it! But not again. Why don't you come down and turn me sometime, <laughs> big boy? Then I can just um, see like I can just see like Aes Sedai pillow friend role play, like tell me you tell me you're Black Aja. Ooh, scandalous! I'm Black Aja. Wait, are you? And I, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, with the with the Black Aja, um, uh, just like every other Aja that falls victim to its own desires for power. Black Aja is, of course, no exception. Uh, they, uh, as we mentioned earlier, are very dissatisfied with the fact that they are not considered inherently above all of the other dark friends. Uh, and they make many, many, many attempts uh, to assert their dominance over these other cells uh, of dark friends, uh, who all generally resist very fiercely. Uh, there was a notable attempt that uh, the Black Aja talks about within the, their own ranks. Uh, happened somewhere in the mid-New Era, where they were like, we control this cell. And pretty much the Forsaken were like, the fuck you do? Uh, <laughs> and actually, now you used to have five votes during our, our Dark Friend Socials, our leaders meetings, our teams calls, if you will. Uh, now you only get one. That's just stupid. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else, really quick. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Um, so, of course, not every sister that joins the Black Aja was a dark friend before they did. Uh, and they all have varying time frames where they have been uh, aligned with the Shadow. Um, then you have others like Leandrin, who was a dark friend before she came to Tarvalon and then sought out the Black Aja from the moment she arrived. But then you have others like Galena Casbin, uh, who was a Black Aja sister for, well, I say others, like it's very different, for all but five of the nearly 90 years that she wore the shawl or was an Aes Sedai. Um, they preyed mainly on Aes Sedai that seemed to be at odds with the three oaths of the White Tower um, and seemed to enjoy lauding their power as Chandlers over anyone who just wasn't a Chandler. Um, the the Anakins of the yeah. White Tower. And finding ways to the Salazar their Slytherins power. of the White Tower. Yeah. Uh, you filthy that? little wilders. The Leandrins of the White Tower. Yeah. Um, so, of course, you would find uh, a lot of the the Black Aja Get out. sisters <laughs> taking the position of, like, teachers for novices and accepted. Not only does it keep them away from the other Aes Sedai that might uh, more readily notice that, hey, you're doing some sketchy shit, it also allows them to kind of screen and evaluate everybody that comes into the tower so that they could start molding and shaping these individuals to be recruited um, from day one. Yeah, from day one. And it also helps that all of the novices, at least all of them, when they get punished or have to be corrected, they go and see an individual with the title of the mistress of novices. A, uh, uh, and when they walk in, she is wearing an entirely black leather garb, <laughs> a riding prop, and says... You've been a bad girl, haven't you? Yeah, and they always yeah. go, yes, mistress, I've been yes. a bad girl. Yes, Dami Sedai. Um, of three previous mistress of novices, uh, or of all the mistress, previous mistress of novices, at least three were Black Aja, uh, Marion Redhill, Katerine Alrudidididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididid
all know each other's identity and in turn each one of them knows at least one sister from another heart which allows the different groups to work together uh amongst themselves without everybody's identity being vulnerable like this i actually really respect this is really smart the very smart way of doing it um so that you can still get messages around to everybody slightly slower but still not everybody is vulnerable should any of the normal uh, uh members get taken because of course Damn the head of the supreme council could never be vulnerable never um, yeah uh so uh they have a secret signal which as i read the secret signal i'm like if i saw somebody doing this i don't know that i would notice but if i noticed i'd be like what the fuck are you doing like that that's a little weird uh, which would be the point of a signal though yeah i mean well yeah but it's like one of those things like trying to make a signal something that even if noticed most people aren't going to pay that much attention to it this is something like if noticed i think you'd sit there and be like what is wrong with you um <laughs> but that could just be me so basically uh they stand with both arms held by their sides with the thumb on each hand thrust firmly between the first two fingers like so like the i got your nose thing um but hilariously uh has references to real world of vulgar gestures because the visage visage of that symbol apparently resembles the female genitalia i don't know i've never seen the thumb part of the female genitalia i don't know what they're talking about it must be i don't think that part exists actually is that is that north harbor might be yeah i think it's okay um no but if it was north harbor it wouldn't be there right i mean you'd have to go somewhere else for that This fucking joke, man. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up. But yeah, so that was their little secret symbol that we probably do if like they're standing somewhere, they know somebody's going to come by and they're like, we need to talk about evil. No. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot more to this. Um, there were also public signals for public areas that was assigned to leave the tower uh, immediately. Um, and they each knew of like secret places to go to where they could hide or they could meet other uh, Black Aja sisters. Um, but they could never tell everybody else about it or whatever. It's, I don't know. Some some of this yeah, is like, why is this a sentence that we're talking about? Um, yeah. But their, their communication was very much, think uh, stereotypical Cold War spy movie, dead drops, secret signals to meet somewhere else. Um, I'm sure somebody had never go to a secondary location. Never go to a secondary location. It's true. Very true. Um, But yeah, so there's a lot of interesting things about the Black Aja. uh, And again, I I think that Robert Jordan does a very good job of setting them up very much like a spy organization, because that's, fun fact, exactly what they are. And Robert Jordan has military experience and would have had exposure to different spy organizations. Correct. So again, it's it's very well placed. Uh, I have always been very impressed with the Black Aja, um, though it is also very funny because 
on so many levels, they really are so smart and so successful and so good at this. And on so many other levels, they're such dog shit, which is my favorite thing of just like, again, your role is to do X. You do X really well. And then they're like, yeah, we do X so well, we're going to go take over a cell of dark friends. And then they're like, that isn't part of X. Now I need to go and tell you <laughs> to stay in your lane and make you look bad and just stop it, please. Just 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 do X. Just that's that's what I want you to do. Just do X. You do it well. Keep doing it well. You are um, not but, rewarded for creativity. But again, they just get too big for their britches, like everyone in the Wheel of Time, and they just decide that they know better, like every in the wheel of time and so it's really nice and appreciated to know that even this like group of super spies falls prey to their own humanity all the time and so yeah i i think they're a great addition to the story also as stated i love that dark friends aren't the reason that all of life sucks they're a big reason why life sucks but they're not the only reason that life sucks. Some Aes Sedai are just shit. Some of them are Black Aja. Just like everywhere else. Some human beings are just shit. And some people are dark friends. And so I've always very much appreciated his addition of that in the story. And yeah, I mean, they the Black Aja has a lot of awesome advantages in their favor. And yet they have a lot of work to do and a lot of being very careful about certain things and they do it really well so those are my final thoughts on the the ice the black aja they're they're cool i like them or i like that they exist i don't like them lots of them are trash but <laughs> i like that they exist i think i think if i'm wrapping up on the black aja i think that first off it's an extremely well-written plot device it, it makes sense it's there it's it's one of those things where it's like oh okay cool yeah that exists of course that's a thing and your rational mind tells you of course that's a thing but reading the books you're told very strictly it's almost it's almost as if when you're reading the books, the Aes Sedai are wagging their fingers in your face and saying, absolutely not. They do not exist. You do not talk about them. And, and you're in your mind going, okay, cool. Yeah, they don't exist. But they have to exist, right? And then when the reveal happens, of course, it's just shocking. Um, and you're like, wait a minute. Why am I shocked by this? Oh, because not only are they being revealed as being actually true, but they're fucking over some of the best characters and it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic plot device. Uh, you know, they've, they've got their own challenges. They've got their own uh, shortcomings, <laughs> but they're amazing. They're, they're, they're an amazing group of uh subversives and and i really am grateful for their presence in this series so that's it that's my final thoughts that's me rapping before i'm tapping um i'm gonna go actually kind of against the grain i am not 
a big fan of the Black Aja. Um, to me, there's like there the there's no surprise at all in regards to the Black Aja. There are surprises in regards to certain individuals, um, or an individual. Uh, like Varen, I think was a very well done surprise. Um, right. But you know, it's also one of those things like, how do you make a good person that's a bad person not seem like a bad person? Mm-hmm. Well, you make them actually a good person. Uh, is one of the one of the ways, um, which is what happens with Varen. She is a good person forced to be a bad person that is still actually a good person. Um, and so any of the bad that Varen does is either under the skies of greater good and very well hidden because she is rightfully ashamed of any of that, or she does the least bad possible and tries to alleviate it as much as she can um, and really stretches the the envelope of following those oaths. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, if you're sitting there looking at the world and think, oh, there's corruption everywhere in the world, but definitely not here, you have some of the worst corruption. Um, so I think it's inevitable that there had to be dark friend or shadow allied uh, Aes Sedai. I mean, it just had to be. There was no way to get around it. Um, and of course, they're going to have to hide because the overall doctrine of the White Tower is to resist the shadow. It makes sense. Um, but even with all of that, even with the interference and the manipulation of the Black Aja, they definitely made things worse for the tower. But I think ultimately the Aes Sedai themselves did far more to diminish and destroy the White Tower than the Black Aja ever did or pushed. Um, though they definitely helped. Um, and they left their mark. Um yeah, it's it's just not something that like I'm uh, like I've never been really excited about the Black Aja. I mean, it, it, to me, it was less of like a really cool addition to the story, and more of like a logical conclusion to the state of the rest of the world. Because we spend the entire first book finding out that everywhere you think there's not a dark friend, there's actually like three of them. So, yes. um, not saying you I don't correct. like them. There is no dark friend here. There are three. <laughs> it's it's so. insect rules. If you see none, there's twelve. If you see one, there's fifty. Yeah. Um, so that's not and to say that the I only don't. effective way to kill the black Aja is to stamp them with your foot. <laughs> yeah. So that's not to say that I don't like the black Aja. I I don't. Well, I don't dislike the black Aja. I'm I'm pretty neutral on the black sure. Aja. Um, you know, it's for, for me, it very much is a, like, it is what it is. And of course they're there. And of course they're doing what they're doing. Um, though I can appreciate that, uh, unlike the vast majority of the rest of the shadow allies, uh, they're actually fairly effective. So I'll give them that. Um, they, they managed to somehow incorporate the same amount of stupid with twice the amount of effective. So. And that's my my final thoughts on the Black Aja. Tw- <laughs> equal stupid, twice the twice the amount of effective. Well, fair. There you that's go. a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. 
Thank you, With most everyone. of these dark friends, it's one step forward and one step back. At least with the Aes Sedai, it's two steps forward and one step It's like some crazy waltz. Thanks, everyone, for being here tonight. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being awesome. Thanks so much for checking out our out website at blacktowerpod.com. Thank you so much for to our patrons who are absolutely amazing. Stick around and check out their names in the credits that's going to pop up here in a second um we want to thank you for joining us this week and receiving your weekly dose of taint and we hope that uh you leave here just a little bit more insane than you first were when you arrived from all of us at the black tower i have been your Zorobon Mahal. And also, if you're listening to this live and in public and you are in Atlanta, Georgia, at a certain hotel enjoying the con of Jordan, come say hi. I would Please. say we're down at I would say we're down at the bar, but that's probably only true for Thursday night because it's impossible to get to Friday night or Saturday night. We'll be um, around though. But we'll be around somewhere. Uh, if it's Saturday, look for the three dashing gentlemen. Uh or yeah, dashing gentlemen. Two dashing gentlemen and one guy that just found a suit somewhere. That's me. Um, walking around Saturday. somewhere. I don't know where we'll fucking be. Um, we'll be somewhere. We'll be somewhere. I don't know. I know at least two of us have uh, very kind women who, for whatever reason, are willing to be seen with us in public. So I don't know why. At least on my end. I keep tricking her into it. Make it laugh. Anyway. Uh, I have no idea. Josh, feel free to cut that tangent out or down, like in editing, because I have no idea where the fuck I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's late, and I should get some sleep here soon because fucking work sucks. I've been your Bajan Mahal Andrew, and I have been your Amon Kayan Mahal Daniel. And from all of us here at the Black Tower Podcast. <laughs> You have been wonderful, and uh, we're glad that you still stick around and hang out with us as well. Uh, and we hope that you're having a lovely morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Always watching, always watching the show. Trouble just fitting.